is dad jeff burnham we're coming to you from frankenstein's monkey farm the topic today is invasion of the body snatchers 1956's invasion of the body snatchers yep and al you were excited to watch this one weren't you yep first time original first one yeah, this is this is the original one yes. that is worth pointing out because there are another three Body Snatcher yes. movies. There's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I believe is 1978. There is Body Snatchers, The Invasion Continues from 1993. And The Invasion, which is sometime in the aughts. I don't remember, frankly. But just that's because to, I haven't seen that one. So, like, Just I, to it tell doesn't... you it, it's a black and white movie. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yep. 56. Yes. Yep. Um, and the two follow-ups are pretty good. The 93 one, a little bit wonky in the end, um, but still definitely worth watching. And the Donald Sutherland starring Invasion of the Body Snatchers from the 70s. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Leonard Nimoy is a masterpiece to my mind. Mm-hmm. But we're going back to the 1950s masterpiece, the original. Yes, the original that kids like me can actually watch maybe 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 definitely because kids this my one, age this one is probably the spookiest movie you've ever watched let me think about it for a second no no what's the spookiest movie you've ever watched remember remember the one which one oh remember don't say it hiss it yeah, that's the title. It's seven S's in a row. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That one was pretty spooky, too. That one's unsettling. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool movie. We tried it. Daddy's showing me, like, all the movies I can watch. But, like, that is, like, it freaked me out. Yeah, it's a pretty freaky movie. Yeah. And it's not even, like, there's monsters or anything in it. No. It's just no, it's about, the concept is pretty freaky. It's about this bad guy turns... The main character into a cobra. Yeah, and he turns him into a snake. So it's like slowly the movie is about this guy turning into a snake, which I don't know. We should do on the podcast at some point. Yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, I've been trying to convince Grandma to do that one with us. Either that or frogs. I think she would enjoy doing that if we could actually convince her to be on the show. Yeah. So. Well, you were looking forward to this one for a long time, right? Yes. And why is that? Because I've heard about Body Snatchers a lot, but I haven't seen Body Snatchers. And that's you told me about Body Snatchers. Yeah, it's been it's kind of a big deal. It's one that you've been aware of. And, you know, your book, your Monster yeah. Encyclopedia book, has yeah. a section on pod people. And it obviously made a big impression because you brought it up on the episode where we talked about um, the thing from another world. Oh, and it's also 
basically like Godzilla, because this guy is telling the story, like the guy in Godzilla remembers telling the story. Yeah, and here Kevin McCarthy is telling the story. Yeah. And that's something that you pointed out early on in the movie, because the movie starts out with the character who's our main character named Miles. He is basically arrested and he's taken in to see a doctor because he's been shouting all this crazy stuff at people out on the streets. And then it goes into a flashback and we find out why he's crazed, why he's been arrested. So, yeah, like you pointed out, similarity there to Godzilla. Mm -hmm. The difference is, though, Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you the main difference. Mm -hmm. Godzilla was a Japanese movie in which Raymond Burr was inserted in order to help audiences understand the plot and make it a shorter movie. This movie was actually about Miles, so there's there's a big difference Yeah, there. Miles was actually in the story. Yeah, he was, the story was about him. Yeah. Whereas Raymond Burr had nothing to do with Godzilla. No. Raymond Burr was just, sometimes he talked about, like, what you are seeing, so, like, it's not basically about Raymond Burr at all. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's just telling the audience what's happening. And this movie is actually told in flashback. And that's the difference. That's the Mm -hmm. big difference. Flashback is when we go back in time and learn about stuff that's in the past. So the whole movie, the whole story is told in flashback. It's just about him and everyone in the town is a pod person. And this guy is not a pod person. And like his girlfriend is one of them. But he doesn't know. We can hear him talking about it in, like, the movie sometimes. Yeah, because it's in flashback, so he's narrating the story. Yeah. He's telling us what was happening. What he was thinking when that happened. Yeah, it gives us a good insight into the character's inner workings. So we know what he was thinking, we know what he was feeling, we maybe are able to find out what he missed because he can tell us, you know, I should have noticed something weird, but I didn't think about it. And now that I'm thinking about it, that was definitely a weird thing that happened. And also, I have to point out, you skipped all the way to the end immediately. We haven't even been recording for like seven minutes and you already skipped to the end and told us Becky becomes a pod person. No, I didn't. Yeah, you said there's this guy and his girlfriend is a pod person. You goofus. No, you're goofy. That's all. (laughs) But continue, continue. And this guy is trying to figure out... Miles. Miles is trying to figure out... Figure out what? Why the people are all pod people. Mm, And at first he doesn't know, though, does he? And, like, everybody's saying that it's whatever, but it's not whatever. You mean, like says it's his mom, but it's not his mom. Yeah, people are saying that their loved ones aren't their loved ones, that they're somebody else, that they've been replaced. Yeah, and every time it's the body snatchers, but every time they say it, they are the body snatchers too later into the movie, but we just don't know it. Yeah, so... At first, they're like, that's not my mom. That's not my uncle. That's somebody else. It looks like them. It sounds like them. Knows all the same stuff. But there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Their feelings. Mmm. Why don't you explain that a little bit more? Because their feelings aren't the same. 
but everything is the same except their feelings. Cause the body snatchers are from space, and they don't have brains, I guess. Well, they have brains. They replicate human bodies perfectly, but their feelings are different. You say, and how are they different? Cause they are different, and they're plants. Sure, they're plants, but how are their feelings different? Cause they're not humans. Yeah, exactly. They look like them to destroy other humans. Yeah, to try to take over. They're invading,、yeah. if you will. Yes, they're、right? invading. They're replacing. That's、humans. why it's called invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, absolutely. But what's wrong with their feelings? That's what I want to know. So they had something that was very nice, but then. When they got invaded, it wasn't there anymore. So something's、what? missing. What is it? The feelings. So they have no feelings. Yeah, but now they don't ever again. Hmm. And that's how you tell that it's a pod person. Yeah, cause the body snatchers don't have feelings. So let's say I told a body snatcher a joke. What、yeah. would they do? Let's say I say to a pod person, "What's brown and sticky?" And they said what? And I said a stick.、Uh, what would they do? They wouldn't answer. Ah, so they would have no response. Never mind the fact that maybe the joke isn't funny. Even if a human would think it was funny, a body snatcher, a pod person might not. Cause they don't have feelings, and the body snatchers are real. The pod people are real, cause the body snatchers are the pod people. Yeah, that's worth noting that we might use body snatchers and pod people interchangeably、yeah. throughout the podcast. So, pod people are body snatchers, and body snatchers are pod people. Yeah, so yeah. those terms we do use interchangeably. So, the guys explain this story. It starts off, and、uh, like the kid is running away from his school. Okay, so we've got a kid running away from school. Why do you think he's running away from school? When, like the grandma says later into the movie, that his mom isn't his mom. Mm-hmm. But if he's running away from school, why would he be running away from school? Cause everybody is a body snatcher. Yeah. Cause we figure out later into the movie, everybody is a pod person. Yeah. Everybody in town is replaced. Yeah, the town is called Santa Mira. It's a decent-sized town, you know, with a nice town square. They've got car dealerships and a doctor's office or two, some restaurants, you know, even a hot dog stand. So it's a pretty decent-sized town, and it's kind of the perfect place for these pod people to land, don't you think? Yeah, cause there's lots of places and houses and lots of eating places. So lots of places to hide, but body snatchers don't eat. I can, yeah, I don't know. Do they eat? We don't see them eating, do we? No, I don't. I don't remember at all. We watched it they yesterday. They must. They must eat because they talk about eating throughout the movie. We know that they stopped going to the restaurant, like the nice restaurant in town. We know that they don't go there anymore. So something's wrong there. But then later in the movie, when the police are chasing Miles and Becky,、mm-hmm. we do see 
a few police officers at the hot dog stand. Oh, you're right, yeah. And we believed the police officers were all pod people by that point. Yeah. So maybe they were just sitting there, I don't know, pretending to eat hot dogs or something. I I don't know. They were turning around. They were like, they weren't looking (laughs) at the TV. They turned around, yes. They were looking (laughs) at the TV. You're getting real hung up in the minutia of, like, character movement. Well, there is a lot of minutia, you know. I know this. Yeah, sometimes characters turn around. Sometimes they lift their hands. Sometimes they put on shoes. Dad, you stop. Because this movie is basically, basically just monster minutia. Oh, it's just monster minutia, the movie? You know it. You know it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know it. You know it. You don't feel it. You know it, you don't see it. Well, maybe I don't feel feel it it because I'm a pod person. No, stop that. Alistair. Stop stop that. Would you like some spoon bread? Dad, stop! (laughs) (laughs) Just speaking of spoon bread, the the (laughs) grandma does say spoon bread. Yeah, we had to look that up. Mommy and I looked that up last night. Because I think it's Becky's aunt. Yeah. Miles and Becky go over to her cousin's place, I believe. And Becky's aunt asks Miles, who's the town doctor. She asks him if he'll stay for dinner. And she says, I'm making spoon bread. And he says, oh, don't tempt me. And we were both like, what's spoon bread? And I guess we're just not in the loop. I, I guess we just don't know. But... We looked it up. Mommy and I looked it up. Yeah. And you know what? You and I have had spoon bread. We we've had no we've idea. had it. I just didn't know what it was called. Yeah. It was very tasty, though. Yes. I would have stayed and ate dinner with a body snatcher just to get another plate full of that spoon bread. Oh, that's what I would have done, too. Well, don't worry about it. You'll have dinner with a body snatcher tonight since I am a body snatcher. And me and Martha. And oh, everyone. Martha, too? Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone in this house. Oh, yeah. Which explains why you're laughing so much. I mean town. Oh, the town? the All of Chicago? And they're coming for you next, listeners. Yes. Just go to sleep. So. And you get chased by body snatchers. Yeah, they and those, those body snatchers, man, they will chase you uh, in well, mass. Yeah, they basically go anywhere. Anywhere a person can go. Yeah. Because they look like people. They have the same biology as people, basically. They talk the same. They talk the same. They they have the same memories. Yeah. There's just something wrong, which is their feelings. Which is why I think this movie's so scary. Yep. The idea that somebody you know and love could still be somebody you know and love, but something about them is different and you can't quite put your finger on it. Do you know what paranoia is? No. Paranoia is not trusting other people, being afraid of other people, yeah, worrying a... that they're out to get you. Yeah, and that's basically what the movie is about. And they're basically scared of their self later in the movie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, to be scared of yourself in the process because these characters are worried about whether or not there's something wrong with them, too. Because they're like, there's something wrong with my uncle. Does that mean there's something wrong with me? Like, is my uncle okay and I'm just crazy? 
you know? So yeah. it's not just worrying about other people. It's not just that kind of paranoia, but it's also worrying about yourself. It's the fear of what it is to be a person. Yep. And that's powerful. And that's why I said I thought it was maybe the spookiest movie you've seen to date. And sure, there was the one other one, but this is pretty close, right? It was pretty close, since we had the light off. Yeah, we had the light off and our purple Halloween lights that we keep up year-round now. We had those plugged in. Yeah, real spooky setting. (sighs) Okay. Can we start getting into the movie, please? We've been talking about the movie forever, Goof. No, you're Goofy. We've not. What have we been talking about this whole time, then? The body snatchers and the potty, but that's all. Yeah, well, the the movie's called Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Well, you still have to talk about the movie. Okay, well. Not just the body snatchers. All right, why don't you talk about the movie, then? So, they decided. Who did? Who's his name? Miles. Yeah, Miles. And he decides that the kids would stay at his his girlfriend's aunt's house. And I think you're mixing up the characters a little bit, but he does tell the kid who thinks that his mom isn't his mom to stay at his grandma's instead. Yeah. But then, like you pointed out earlier, everybody in the movie who says somebody isn't the person that they claim to be ends up later being totally fine with them. And we see the kid with his mom a little bit later. And why does that happen? Because he's a body snatcher, too. Yeah. And, like, later into the movie, his mom and him are at the doctor. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's where we find out that the kid, even though we're not told it, we know the kid is a pod person now. And that's the thing is most of the movie is us speculating even we as the audience become paranoid about which characters are and are not pod people yeah because if miles is going to stop this invasion there are certain people who need to not be pod people including the police like we talked about and we first think that his girlfriend is not but it actually is well she becomes one later Way later, like at the end of the movie. She's actually, and I can see how this is confusing, because the thing is, the pod people look exactly like the people, except they just have no feelings. Yeah. Becky is not a pod person until he comes back to the cave. Remember, he leaves her in the cave alone? Mm Mm-hmm. And then he goes away and he sees all the trucks and the farm and all of the pods being taken away from the farm? Yeah. When he comes back to the cave, that's when she's a pod person. The rest of the movie, she isn't. Why, Dad? Because when he went away, she fell asleep. You're right. And he wasn't gone that long, maybe like 10 minutes, 15 tops, and she was already replaced. Because there was a body snatcher in the cave. Yeah, and they just didn't find it. Like, it was somewhere, and we don't know where, but there was definitely a pod in there. But we saw it. It was under the wood. Oh, yeah, maybe under the wood. Yeah, yeah it was. Good call. I saw it. I saw it. Okay, I believe you. Why don't you explain what the pods look like? Oh, the pods look like leaves. Sure, like a giant leaf, but like a sort of a leaf seed? Yeah. Like leaf. a seed, but the outside looks like leaves. 
because veins that look like the inside of leaves. Yeah, because it is a plant. Yeah, it is a plant, and that's one of the things we don't really learn much about in this is how it manages to replicate people. Yeah, you know, but in you later see it ones. Changes. Yeah, we see them growing out of it, but we don't know how the individual pods copy the individual people. Mm-hmm. In later movies, you see kind of vines come out of the pods and touch the people and sort of mm-hmm. soak up their identity through like vines, basically. Like those vein kind of things will come out, but we don't get that here. They just have like these bubble things. Yeah, it's, it's clearly just bubbles. It looks like bubbles when they're changing it to human. Yeah. yeah, they're like basically these big old rubber balloons in kind of vaguely human shape kind of go boink and they pop out. And they even leave in kind of like the the balloon expanding noise, like when it makes like a sudden like, yeah, like a pop, kind of like when it pops out of the seed, it makes a really clearly rubbery boop noise. And they're just covered in like soap bubbles. Yeah, basically. Like. Soap bubbles are covering, like, the whole entire body's nature. And, like, it starts to form a, a human. Yeah. Crazy. <sighs> I would agree with you that it's crazy, but I don't have those same emotions as you anymore. Then can we stop being this funny? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's natural. No, it's not, Dad. Please stop. I think it's genetic. Do you want me to beat you up? Uh, No. As a matter of fact, I don't. Do you want me to put you in the garbage? <laughs> Whoa, this took a drastic turn for the worse. I bet not, because I'll game if you say you're a body snatcher again. Okay, okay, I won't. Because monsters aren't real, except the ghost that lives at my school. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. A ghost lives at your school? Wait, you don't go to school right now, you goof. I you're know. off for the summer. No, when, when I was at school like one time the ghost clocked out oh really and came out oh so it worked there the ghost worked there yeah got it got it got it yeah the ghost worked was it your mom no (laughs) because maybe she wasn't a ghost maybe that sense of lifelessness you got from it was because she's a pod person some pretty hard laughing this is too funny episode (laughs) i know for being the spookiest movie we've done on the show it was a pretty funny episode good podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right all right what else do you want to talk about um the pod people basically go like basically the whole entire town they go Yeah, and so the movie ends Mm -hmm. with Becky and Miles trying to escape the town because they're the only two humans left. But later in the movie, later in the story, Miles is just the last human. Yeah, at least from Santa Mira. Not from the whole entire world. No. Basically. But. But they are real in the movie. In the movie, yeah. So it's not just him being paranoid. It's not just him and the people worrying. There actually are aliens. They are actually. And well, and we didn't mention that. They're from space. Yeah. 
We didn't mention that at all. They're actually real in the movie. Because the guy tells them, like, the guy that we first see has the scrape on his hand. Yeah. Uh, Jack, I think his name was. Yeah. And he was driving the body snatchers out of town. Well, that wasn't him. That was somebody else. But but yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of the body snatchers, one of the pod people is carrying a truckload of pods out of town. And why are they doing that? Because this police told them to go everywhere around the town to put their body snatchers. And why would they want to do that? Because they're pod people. And body snatchers are pod people. Uh Uh-huh, but why would they want to send those pods to other places? Because they want more people to be pod people. Yeah, this is, after all, an invasion. Because they actually are making the invasion, but people just don't know it. So... The pod people aren't interested in living on Earth peacefully with humans. Yeah. What are they trying to do? They're trying to make the world better by making people be pod people and not be people, people. So get rid of all the people. Yeah. Replace them with pod people. Yeah. To make the world better, they said. Yeah. But would the world be better? Why not? Because then humans aren't alive. The humans won't be real, and basically nothing will be real. Yeah, it would all be fake. Yeah. It would be a fake human world. Yeah. And there would be no what? And there would be no feelings. Yeah, no love. No that- love. That's, that's the real issue here, right? Yeah. That's one of the defining characteristics of humans. Yeah. You know, it's easy... To see out in nature things hurting other things, just sort of naturally. But what separates humans from these unthinking plants from outer space is the ability to love. And they're trying to get rid of love. They're trying to get rid of pain, too, because people feel pain, but they wouldn't feel love, either. They're trying to make it an unlove world that is not a real world. Yeah, and that's not good for people, because like you said, then there'd be no people left. And everything would be fake. Yeah. Maybe. It's a bummer, huh? Yeah. Well, do they succeed? No. Or yes, because the whole entire four movies are about fighting these body snatchers and pod people. Well, and of course, the thing is, you could say that each subsequent Body Snatcher movie is a remake of sorts. You could say that. Because at the the end of this... they're still the same Body Snatchers. Because they're still Body Snatchers. They're still from space. They're still taking over mankind in these other movies. But let me ask you this question here. How does this movie end? So it ends with this guy saying, you're in trouble in these... And everybody's saying, go, go away. So, yes, the pod people let Miles escape. He goes out into the world where humans are. Mm -hmm. He gets out of Santa Mira, the body snatcher town, and he goes where humans are. But do the humans believe him? No, because they're still pod people. No, those aren't pod people. They're just people who don't believe him. That's the difference. 
Um, and that's one of the problems with this movie is who's a pod person? Who's not a pod person? Are mm-hmm. people not trusting him because they think he's crazy? Or are people not trusting him because they're pod people and they want to cover up the invasion? In the end, when he's talking to the doctors and he's telling them his story, those people were meant to believe aren't pod people. They just don't believe him. Because imagine somebody walked up to you and said, Alistair, aliens are invading. Everybody you know is an alien. Would you believe them? No. No. And they don't believe Miles either. Until what happens? At the end, they say that one of the truck drivers is leaving town. Uh-huh. With all the body snatchers. All the so pods. They, all the pods. And... Uh, then they believe him, because then they think that the pod people and the body snatchers are actually real. So there's a truck leaving Santa Mira with all the pods in the yeah. back, and it gets in an accident. And then the people who Miles have been telling the story to hear about the accident, hear about all the pods, and they suddenly realize that he's been telling the truth. And they start calling the government, they start trying to get the police together, and that's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. So do you think they stopped the invasion? No. Because they're fighting. And in the story, they don't. Because it takes the whole entire four movies to kill the body snatchers. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the fourth one. I haven't seen the invasion. So I can't say for certain. And I'm sorry. I was going to watch it last night in order for me to be more informed today. But uh, I didn't get back from uh, being a guest on The Geek Show until like 11 so i didn't have time for it but the other two that i have seen Mm -hmm. are very similar to this one they're sort of remakes right because they're basically the same story people are suddenly going there's something wrong there's something wrong with these people that's not my mom that's not my cousin that's not my brother there's something wrong with these people and then learning about the invasion right Mm -hmm. so the two movies that i've seen are very much the same but there's one big difference that makes the second one Not quite a remake, and actually more of a sequel. Why? Guess who turns up in Invasion of the Body Snatchers 1978? I don't know. Who? Kevin McCarthy, who plays Miles. Oh, cool. Yeah, he shows up, and he starts screaming at our main characters in the follow-up movie that they're next. Just like in the end of the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers, so it might be a remake might be a sequel Mm. so i don't know this movie ends promisingly right invasion of the body snatchers 1956 ends with the promise that this invasion might be stopped but the entire town of santa mira gone so that's it that brings us to the end of the movie yep it's time for beastly best yeah what is for you the coolest monster moment in this movie the coolest monster moment is where, like, Miles stabs his body snatcher that's turning into him with a rake. With a pitchfork. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's my that's my coolest part. What's yours? I think that scene is pretty much the coolest, too, because it's in, like a like, a shed, like kind of a greenhouse thing. And there are four pods that are trying to replicate Miles, Becky, and the other couple, Jack and, uh, what's her name? I I don't know either. Teddy. 
Teddy. Teddy is her name. And that is probably the coolest scene where we're seeing them pop out of the pods and there's all the bubbles. So that's my beastly best. It's time to get spooked. All right, spookiest monster moment. I think the spookiest monster moment is when, when like, the police get called and, like, all the police start chasing them around. Yeah, when they're running from the town? Yeah. Yeah, that's spooky. I think the spookiest moment for me is in the follow-up to that scene where he realizes Becky has been turned into a pod person. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the chase, the whole climax, all of that stuff, real spooky. I'm with you. The whole movie's spooky, though. Yeah. Maybe we should say the whole entire climax is our spookiest moment. Yeah. Just the whole Just that whole climax. 15, 20 minutes of the movie, real yeah. spooky. Yeah. The whole entire climax. Because you've got the, the house full of pod people who are preparing to body snatch a baby. You've got the gas station attendants putting pods in their trunk. You've yep. got the farm full of the pods. You've got the yep. pod people chasing them up the stairs. Yep. Oh, man. If you watch it, you will agree with us. I think so. Well, I've got a couple questions for you here. Mm -hmm. Before we wrap this up, we have some other stuff that I want to talk about with this movie. Yeah. First question, would you recommend Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Yes. Why? I would recommend it because, like, you don't know that the Body Snatchers are real, but later into the movie... You see all the body snatchers going everywhere. So it's got a nice escalation, yeah. you're saying. Going from a point where we don't know what's going on to a point where things are going crazy and our main characters are in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Which is why the climax is so effective and spooky. Because like our main characters are getting chased by like everyone in the town is like a pod person. Mm-hmm. Pod people. Everyone. So, another question for you. Yes? How would you know if I was a pod person? How would you notice? What's one thing that a pod person wouldn't or couldn't do that I do that would let you know right away? Um, love? (laughs) Okay, yeah, absolutely. I would say for you, Mm -hmm. if you weren't walking around singing and dancing all day. What? I, that would have to be a pod person. It would have to be. Because you yeah. love to sing and dance. And without that, yep. definitely pod person. Yeah. Basically, almost every day I sing and dance. Yeah, absolutely. Basically. So, I asked that same question. And I didn't tell you I was doing this. I asked that same question to our listeners. What one thing would tell us that they have been taken over by a pod person. What's their tell? What's the one thing that a pod person could never copy about them that definitely would tell us that it's a pod person? Okay. You want to hear what responses I got? I'll be quiet. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay, fine. So first of all, we heard from Joe. Yes. Joe tweeted at us from the Word Salad Productions Twitter saying that He always carries around a top that he can spin to make sure that he's awake. Which is a reference to a different movie. But that's a good point. If you carry around a top, that pod person might not be carrying around the top. Hmm. Like maybe 
a pod person would take me over and not be wearing my glasses because it might have better eyes. Yes. We also heard from Hugh Lloyd at the Undead Wookiee podcast, which everybody should, of course, check out. Hugh says, My pod person replacement telltale would be their memory would definitely be better than mine. He's apparently really forgetful. So if suddenly he's not forgetful, if suddenly he remembers everything, mm-hmm. pod person. Yep. Paul, over at PK's Retro Reviews on YouTube, PK says, A telltale sign I have been replaced by a pod person is if I'm offered pizza, excluding if it has anchovies or pineapple, of course, and I turn it down. Pizza is life. So PK, offer him some pizza, pepperoni pizza, Mushrooms, green peppers, onions, mm, delicious. And he says, no thank you, not PK. Greg from Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, which is another great podcast that everybody should be checking out. Greg says, snorting when laughing. No snort, no Greg. Which you'll realize quickly if you start listening to Nightmare Junkhead. And finally, our newest patron, Tony Vandenbush, says that her husband said that if she was quiet, he would know because he says she talks too much. <laughs> that is super funny. I know. And that's that's the feedback. I didn't have a ton of time to let the feedback accumulate because we recorded this pretty shortly yeah. after I posted it. But thank you to everyone who chimed in. Yep. And we also want to give a very special thanks to Tony Vandenbush, our newest patron. And as a matter of fact, the next episode of the podcast we're doing, the next Monster Stampede, is a Tony Vandenbush request. So we've got Mm -hmm. that coming up. Yep. And we gave her the choice of a Monster Stampede or a regular episode. She says Monster Stampede. Yeah. Because she wants to learn about... Invisible man. Just like ghost is, but it's a man. Mm, don't give away too much. Because that's the next episode. We're going to start researching today. Yep. And so, thank you to all of our patrons. Yes. Um, if you want to support the podcast, you can go over to patreon.com slash wordsalad and become a patron. Yes. And our patrons get exclusive content. I, in fact, have a Patreon-exclusive podcast that I'm going to start recording here. We've got a few other Patreon-exclusive shows not available anywhere else, just through Patreon. And uh, we got a new show coming up, too. Um, And it's a card game. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. We will be doing some Cadavercast Patreon exclusives. We also have exclusive shows. You can also find... Long lost, forgotten episodes of the countdown movies and TV reviews. So, if you want to support the show and if you want to support Alistair, because not only does anything we pull in go towards upkeep of the show, but anything over upkeep also goes into a savings account for Alistair's future for his college fund. Yes. Quick shout outs to our patrons over there at patreon.com slash word salad. Yep. Tony Vandenbush, Chris Bieberstein, Jennifer Hicks, Troy Anthony, The Magnar, Christina Van Hoy, and Jen Ginsberg. Thank you all so much for your support. It means the world to us. Yep. Everything helps. 
Yeah. It's our favorite thing. I bet it's yours, too. So thank you for supporting the show. Yep. If you would like to follow us on social media and keep in touch with us there and let us know your thoughts, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast, Facebook at cadavercast, uh, that's one word, and you can send us an email anytime at cadavercast at gmail.com, and that is again cadavercast one word. So, Alistair, time to sign us out, my boy. Yep. You've been listening to Cadavercast... I'm Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. We love ya. You know it. <laughs> okay. Duh.